Welcome to another Jags podcast. This is episode, I think, 90. 90. Yeah, I think it absolutely 90. is 90. Yeah, I think it's episode 90. If you can't tell, I'm here with Joey tonight. Yes, sir. I mean, what a great night. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I think we think every Monday is going to be a Joey show, right? From now on. That's what we're thinking. Okay, so lock in on Mondays. We are locking that in. And um, you can you can follow us on Twitter. We're at another Jags pod. Instagram, another Jags pod. And we're on YouTube a lot now. Like, Joey and me are YouTube stars now. If you didn't know, we're big in Georgia. <laughs> we're big. Uh, we're big somewhere for yeah. sure. But you go on our uh, your YouTube channel. Just type in another Jack's podcast. Uh, we do film breakups uh, where we break down the game and we and we look at like what actually happened with the X's and O's. And then we have our little talking podcast on there, like tonight's. So you can check it out there and see Joey and us in all of our glory. Which, for my money, the uh, that's better. I agree. You know, why eh, listen when you can watch? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, like the talking. You know, yeah. breaking it down is good too. So Joey. How have you been? How are you feeling after the Jags? 29-15 went over the Jets. Dude, how can you not be feeling fantastic? I mean, it's everything we've asked for. I mean, okay, we're beating a team we're supposed to beat. Yes. Yes. I mean, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad. But they're not bad on defense. That's true. I mean, their offense is absolutely horrific. Their offensive line is god-awful. And, you know, our defense took advantage of that. Good for them. They should. Hopefully that builds confidence for the rest of the year. But their defense is not bad at all. And Minshew... Made him look stupid. Fournette didn't necessarily have like the best game in the world, but that's because they schemed against him running against him and Minshew was able to take advantage. I'm just excited the fact that we've got a wide receiver core right now where, hey, ask me next weekend who's going to score a touchdown. And you couldn't answer that because it could be any of like four. We're in the worst position like fantasy receiver wise. Absolutely. Which is a good position like (laughs) actual football wise. I had a buddy ask me like, Hey, because he knows I'm a Jags fan. Like, who should I start? Should I start Westbrook this week? You know what I said? I said, yes, you should start Westbrook this week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, and he, I mean, obviously he got hurt. And, you know, and I started him but, this week. Yeah, so did I. So did I. Yeah. And then you got DJ Chark. It was like for a while there. He, I mean, he had he had zero catches, I think, in the first half or something like that. But he ended up with another touchdown. He did. And he ended up playing. I mean, he ended up playing really well. And what, about, what about Cole? He's got, what, 13 yards and two touchdowns in two games? I mean... Hey, man, he's there. And then Connolly, I mean, old man got speed, right? He's not old. Dude, well... He's like 23. He's like 28. Uh, I think he's pretty... Is he? Yeah, we can fact check we that. Can fact check you, guys you guys that. You guys tweet that in. Yeah, whatever. But point being is that, like, we finally... We've got a quarterback right now that is mixing everybody in. He's like finding anybody. There's no like favorite target. Like there's no, hey, they took Chark out of the game. So he's, I mean, he's found Connolly. He's found whatever. I mean, yeah, I'm excited about the offense, man. Okay. So are you worried about Marquise Lee being injured? And you worried about Westbrook being injured? If they're both injured, I mean, we're looking at, we're getting thin. Westbrook will be back. And I think Lee is not really injured. I think Lee is not getting touches. I mean, there's no reason to even throw to him anymore. He was like laying on the ground. Yeah, but then he came back on the sideline. So side you're line. saying we don't need him? No, we don't need him. Yeah. I mean, he, he'd be a fantastic backup. But I mean, at this point, like Lee used to be our number one, number two guy at times. And now it's like, okay, Lee, you, you can chill on the sidelines, man. And if we, we'll call you in when we need you. Yeah, man. What a weird change that went from, from 2017 Marquis Lee to 2019 Marquis Lee. I agree. It's crazy. 
But uh, you, you said you said Fournette had an okay day, and and I agree with you in the sense of like as you were watching it. But here's where I think people are kind of missing. Uh, can, I, can I make an argument here real quick, Joey? Sure, so I can disagree in a minute. Because That'd you be you mentioned something that like a lot of people are saying, and it's kind of making me like worried about the Jags fan base. Okay, we talked about how Fournette. I mean, he had an okay game. I think like, that's what you said, right? It was like people average, are saying he was fine. Average. He was fine. Like, look, he rushed for seventy-six yards on nineteen carries. The average obviously is four, but he had the big sixty-six yard run. You take that out, it's eighteen carries for yeah. like ten okay, yards. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, you can't take that out though. It happened. It did happen. Okay, and so either way, that's an okay game. But people just aren't factoring in at all, and this is what makes me like un, like. Really? Like, people aren't factoring in his seven catches for 60 yards. Oh, that happened? Yes. Like, you add that into what he's doing. Like, he is... And by the way, if we're, wa- we're watching the game right here, as, as you're watching it with us, dude, this dude right here, Ryan Griffin. <laughs> I can't remember his last name. Jason just went, like, straight, like, ADD squirrel. Oh, something shiny. No. Uh, I talked about him in the game, and I was like, we, we got to watch Ryan Griffin. He's a beast. And he scored two touchdowns. Look, he, he played terrible against the Patriots the week before they played us. But I went back and see. I went back and watched the film from the Cowboys game the week before, and Ryan Griffin looked really good. He's, so, a, he's a good player. He is a good player. But to the point... We're on the same page with Fournette. 60, uh, 60 yards receiving. You can't take that out. No, I, I'm not. I, I'm saying that our offense was better because of him. Not necessarily because of his rushing yards, but because of him being on the field and being the guy he is this year. Okay. I mean, that's he's definitely taking a step ahead, but people are just discounting him like he's not the one that's like kind of carrying this offense right now no, when he's he is. totally carrying the yeah, offense. Yes, he, he is. Absolutely. Yeah. Jets schemed against him on the run because he'd blown up a couple teams. And he still got his passing yards, and it helped Minshew. And Minshew even said it. They said He said he could not have thrown that touchdown to Chark unless it was for Fournette because they were worried about him, and Chark was open when he came across. Yeah, and but he, to be fair, like he on the play that he threw to, Mark, to uh, Chris Conley, where he scrambled and threw to Chris Conley, yeah. Chris Conley for a touchdown, Mark Easley totally missed a block on Jamal Adams. And I, and I know Jamal Adams is, is, a, is a good player. I mean, he's a Pro Bowl player, but... He did miss that one. Well, we go back to the fact that Marquise Lee, I think Marquise Lee is like, okay, being a receiver, but don't ask him to block because he got, what, went out hurt like two plays Wait, later? Wait, did I say Marquise Lee? You did. I meant Leonard Fournette. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I meant Leonard Fournette. Point is still yeah. valid because Marquise Lee was asked to block on a couple of plays, okay. which he's not a blocking yeah. wide receiver. He's like, hey, guys, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, my bad. I'm out. Shoulder, shoulders a little, little sore. That's on me. That's, that's, that's my bad for sure. All right, so got to ask you about the question of the day. And the question of the day or the question of the last two weeks? I guess you could and say... Probably the, and probably the next two weeks. Yeah, you could say that. But like today, like definitely... Yeah, definitely like, blew up. Like blew up today. Like I don't know if it was because the sports talk radio had nothing else to talk about. I mean, what do you... What do you t- this is a great player here. This is Trey Herndon's interception. Bang. First, first one or second one? This is first one. Yeah, that was, that was better. Yeah, that was a good play. Look, 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 I hope they show the replay. Look, Darnold's rolling out to the left. I know he has to. Yeah. All his receivers went to the right besides this guy. So, like, if, if you showed it, if they, if this is the condensed version, it's not going to show so us. So, Herndon should have gone. I mean, Herndon should have made the interception, is what I'm saying, because okay. all the receivers flooded to the opposite side of the field that Darnold was rolling out to. Like, I know he had no option there, but so, going back to the question of the day, mistakes that our quarterbacks don't make. No. They don't roll out the wrong right direction. Not right now. Um, Actually, speaking of this is the play right here. Oh, Wide open. Oh, oh, oh. Chris Conley hits him for a touchdown. And Conley's got wheels for an old man. 
He's not old. Dude, he's old. <laughs> Somebody please tweet right now. Hold I got to look, look it up. He, look he, it up. He's over 25. Okay, while I look it up, here's the question for you, Joey. Who starts after London? Is it Minshew or is it Fultz? That is a fantastic question. I mean, honestly, myself, personally, I've flip-flopped at least like six times today. Today? I mean, today. Today. Alo- <laughs> today alone. So He's 27. Okay. Way over 25. Okay, you're right. He's a little older than I thought. Okay. So, I mean, but that is the question, man. I mean, it's a tough place to be in, but it's an awesome place to be in. I mean, the Jaguars have never been in this position where we've got two great quarterbacks. I mean... What about Steve Berline and Mark Brunel? Like I said, (laughs) I would maybe go Gerard and Leftwich before I went that route, but... What about Quinn Gray and David Gerard? (sighs) What about Luke McCown and Blaine Gabbert? All right, Jason's proved my point. What about Chad Henney and Blake Bortles? That was a tough one. That was a day. We tried to start Henny. What about Bortles and Cody Kessler? Oh, my boy Cody. Man, he's getting a raw shake, man. Jason's proven the point very nicely. <laughs> but, I mean, we're in a fantastic position of where we've got two guys that are they're different, but they're both legitimate quarterbacks at this point. I mean, before this last game with Minshew, I was like, yeah, he's still a rookie learning. This last game, he, he proved it again, dude. The guy is just fearless he's smart as heck i mean there's a couple plays where he actually changed the play call at the line of scrimmage and it was a better play if he i was talking to not to cut you off i was talking to uh someone today and we were talking about do you think have they given Minshew the authority to to audible plays no i don't think so i think he did that on his own i mean would you i'm saying like uh, like are they allowing him to do that it doesn't look like it, like a scheme. I mean, like, it's not like Aaron Rodgers out there. Like, we're, it seemed like Fournette was yelling at him. Like, like I'm like yelling at him, like run up the middle. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, there, there were a couple of plays where it looked like he changed it and it kind of threw people off a little bit, but it was a better play. So uh, he might've taken that on himself. I mean, obviously we're not in the locker room or we're anything not, like that. We're not. not one yet. day we will be. Not yet. But the point is, is like, you're not talking about your average rookie quarterback you're talking about a guy who is unbelievably smart listen to the breakdown plays man like the, the dude's unbelievable but that does not still translate to seven years of nfl experience and a super bowl mvp run so it, dude you could ask me in 10 minutes from now i'd probably say the other thing but right now i think if Minshew goes out in england against the texans like destroys them 300 yards three touchdowns no mistakes you got to go with them yeah, I agree. What if he goes out there and throws... Okay, I know this is hypotheticals that we're all playing today. What if he goes out there and throws um, 19 for 31, 260 yards and two touchdowns? What I think is going to happen, honestly, regardless... I mean, it's two touchdowns? It is. They win. That's he good. throws 260. If they win, I think we're going to get the... You know, maybe midweek after the bye week, the foals not quite healing quite as fast as they thought, throwing a little off. We're going to hold them out for the Colts game, and they're going to put it on the Colts game because that's going to be the true test. I mean, okay, everybody's happy right now. Minshew Mania, we're 4-4, four and four, but we're winning against teams we should beat, right? Yeah, I mean, they've been pretty bad, the teams we've yeah, beaten. Yeah, exactly. So we should beat those teams. Indy, different story. Indy's, they're balling right now. So... I think they'll use that as the true test. If Minshew stinks it up, Foles comes back. 
Go from there. Okay. I mean, it's a great position to be, like you said. It's awesome. That's a good point. Um, I think they do make the Colts game the deciding game. Honestly, I hadn't thought about that. Because, I mean, because I expect Minshew to come out. I mean, the stats I gave you in the hypothetical were just a slightly tad worse than he had this week. Which is not bad. No, not bad at all. And that's why I just wanted to get your, your opinion on that. And I mean, again, we, we've, we're the favorites in England, like, every time, right? I mean, we've I, done it I so many times. I haven't seen the line. I would guess we're the favorites in this game. Yeah. I mean, Texans, that Texans defense, is, I mean, we can get into that here in a little bit. But, yeah. Okay, so I still think it's that. I still think like they're gonna pump it up like Foles is the man because he's he's the guy and he should be, dude. I mean, honestly, if they start Foles, I have no problem with that. But you got to go with the hot hand at this point, I think. And if he proves he's the hot hand again next week, I think they'll make it easy on on Foles and say, hey, it's not quite there yet. Use the Indy as a true test because that's the legit team, and go from there. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I agree. I mean, again, it's a great position to be in. He's not turning the ball over. He's doing things that rookies do. Like, okay, no, like, like rookies turn the ball over, but he's holding the ball a tad too long. He's not throwing terrible interceptions the way no. that Kyler Murray is. I mean, Daniel Jones he's, had a good game last week, but the week before that, he was terrible. Dude, if he, he if he keeps playing, he's rookie of the year. Yeah, I mean, look at the way like guys like these. All these guys that we thought were like. The next big thing, Mitch Trubisky. Um, Garbage. Uh, Darnold. Uh, Garbage. Darnold. Uh, Baker Mayfield. Dude, been he, terrible this year. Yeah. And it's like... Even golf at this point, man. Does that give you any hesitation on putting all your stock into Minshew? Like, do teams eventually figure you out? They would have figured him out at this point. And last week, I was worried about that. I thought they had. Do you think defenses have figured out Baker Mayfield... Do you think they've they figured out, obviously, guys like RG3, Marcus Mariota? Yeah. They figured those guys out. They do, but the, he's not a running quarterback, man. Everyone but, wants to say that. Yeah, he can make plays with his legs, and he does a fantastic job. He is a legit breakdown the defense yeah. quarterback, man. He just hasn't had enough time to like break down every defensive play, and our offensive line is questionable at times. We have no tight ends either, which will help a yeah, lot. Yeah, nobody over the middle. Yeah. I mean, he's got he's to do things that other quarterbacks have the option not to do. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you look at a guy even like Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And, and, and he has a guy like Delaney Walker out there. Yeah. So, right, and now it's not even Marcus Mariota. It's, uh, what's his name? Tannehill is taking over. It's the quarterback there now. Even better. Yeah. I mean, he, he, I mean, he's better. He's a better yeah, quarterback. Probably. Seth the valve did have one catch. If you're watching the screen, at the bottom Seth the valve had a nice little out route there. I think they had his own blitz coming dialed up and Smith you. And he read it. Is uh, he our like 18th tight end? He has moved himself into, I think the starter with, <laughs> I mean, Oliver start. I mean, Oliver. He only had one catch for six yards, but uh, I don't think. And Devalve had one catch for eleven yards, so he's he's five yards better. Now Devalve's a better blocker, hundred percent. Swaim like almost had a catch, right? Dropped it. Swaim is 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 dead. I mean, he. How, okay, I'm surprised that we didn't bring this up earlier. Like, are you okay? That did you see who they cut today? They cut a Jaguar legend today. I did not. Alfred Blue. Oh yeah, my boy Blue. Yeah, yeah. that's it. He got cut off the injured reserve. Though. Yeah, that's bad. He hasn't, hasn't been able to play. Man. That's like we're no, we're no longer allowing you to be paid hurt. Yeah, but it, it's not. It's a numbers thing. Um, you can only money. keep. I think you can only you can only bring two guys off of the IR in a season. Yeah. So now they have Foles designated, and then they're gonna Darius if Darius if we're in the playoff hunt like week seventeen. Hey, Darius will be since back. Since you brought that up, I'll give Jason more props once again with oh. Taven Bryan. Look, I mean, again, we're playing a decent defense. He played well. He played well. I mean, he's been playing well 
recently. He's been impactful. The past he has been. Guys. He's been good. And honestly, he. I mean, there was a, he was playing in the what's called the one technique, and that's basically shaded on the center, so outside shoulder of the center, out uh, on either direction or between the center and the guard. And that's a position that usually gets double teamed. But in, in every play, he wasn't double teamed. He was pushing his guy and pushing well, the I was going to say, back. like, there was a play where he almost pushed his guy and got a sack because he pushed his guy so yeah, far. Yeah, that happened a couple times. On the Yannick Ngakwe sack, yeah. where Ngakwe came around the edge, he, he did that. So I have to say, that's pretty exciting, man. I mean, that guy looked like hot garbage for a year and preseason fans are just too fans are so reactionary yeah, they want to they, they want to evaluate everything after like a game well they want josh allen i mean that's true like every single time <laughs> that's a good point i mean because that guy's a beast. beast yeah and he's only gonna get better or Minshew, same thing man i mean he's only gonna get better but taven's that guy that is like maturing like a fine wine i mean like he's getting there mm. Like a nice Merlot. Exactly. All right, before we move on, before we get into the Josh Allen, before we get into some of the defensive guys, we got to take a quick break um, for our podcast listeners. We want to uh, pay the bills. We do. We do. Uh, quick shout out to our um, sponsors, um, SB Nation, Overtime Network Podcasts, uh, My Bookie, I think, is running their ads still. Um, I'll say Big Cat Country has had some legit articles the past like two or three days so if you're not like going to their website and looking at them there's quite a few things that'll uh, kind of pique the interest yeah definitely um hang tight and then uh we'll be right back yeah right. absolutely all right welcome back to another jack's podcast took a quick little break there as you can see if you're watching our youtube channel because we have um our YouTube stream is live as we're recording. We're here in the studio. The studio. The studio. Um, we'll call it the Another Jacks Podcast Studio. And we'll that? come up with a better name like <laughs> soon. But yeah, for yeah. now. Yeah. Um, I'm here with Joey um, tonight, if you couldn't tell. If you jumped in halfway through. If you're an ad person. You're like, I'm back. Like, I mean, like, ads. I had like a soft tissue back injury yeah. for a while. And it kind of took me out. I was waiting for a contract to <laughs> stabilize and things worked out. So I'm here. Yeah, I, I appreciate it. You know, we thought you were going to move out west for a little bit to join another podcast. Um, it was touching go there for a while. Well, you know, look, dude, when you're a top podcaster like you yeah. in the industry. I mean, luckily, like our guys paid us. Yeah. Or paid me. At it's least. nice. I don't know about you, know, you but you know. we, we looked ahead and we were like, you know what? We want to just, you, you know, not get into contract negotiations at all. Building the franchise of the future. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we're, I'm here. <laughs> Make sure to follow our Twitter at another Jags pod, um, Instagram. We put uh, video cutups on Instagram and Twitter. So check those out. And Jason does. That's all him. Yeah, that's true. He's being humble. I think people know that Yeah. by now. Fair enough. All right. So we, <coughs> excuse me. We're talking about the uh, Jags win over the jets. Um, anything else that stood out to you about that game? Um, for you. Really, other than we're beating teams we should beat. I mean, I think that's key because in other than 2017, it's been a long run of multiple teams we've gone up against where it might be even or, you know, maybe slightly favored one way or the other. And we put up a stink fest. I mean, at this point, you kind of expect them to beat a team they're supposed to beat, which is how it's supposed to be with a decent team. Maybe we can take it to the next level. And with that being said, England's like more of a home field than the bank. That's true. How many Gardner Minshew fans do you think will pick up after the London game? Oh my God! If he walks, if, <laughs> can he can, can he bl like play in shorts? <laughs> that would be awesome. I mean, if they'd allow him to play and cut off jean shorts, I think it'd be huge. But I mean, there's no way they're not paying attention to it. I mean, at this point, I mean, he might be the biggest Jaguar player of all time as far as like national media goes. I mean, he like New York Times. I mean, 
there's people like commenting on him and like talking about him that you would never expect to talk about football, especially Jaguar football. Yeah. I mean, he's sensationalized the nation. He has. And for sure. it's been really cool and been a fun ride. So, yeah, I think I, <laughs> I hope there's a ton of Jalen jerseys there. You know why? Why? Because he actually tweeted out saying, I hope no England fans wear my jersey. Wow. Because he has taken the opposite run. Imagine just making wrong decision after wrong decision in life. Yeah. That's I mean, what Jalen has done. This is a family friendly podcast. <laughs> so I'm not going to quite go to like the you know whole baby mama and uh, all that. But back to the point. <laughs> <laughs> this is family friendly. This is family friendly for sure. So, uh, is England that big of an advantage for us? That's that's my question. Yeah, to you. absolutely. And, and and look, not even because of the fans. Obviously, the fans. I mean, they're out there. You watch the games. They're wearing every team's jersey. Yeah. They're wearing. I mean, they've learned how to Manchester like, United chant, jerseys. So you have, like cheer at the right time right. now, at least. Uh, but I'm just saying, the players have gone to England and played that experience. Um, I forgot who they're talking to today. They're talking about how they're in a rhythm where when they get to England, like they go straight to uh, a Friday walk through practice and then, you know, they eat right when they land. Like they all know the routine by now. Well, and that's Min- what gives you the advantage. Minshew does not though. He, that's true. He doesn't. He doesn't. And I'm kind of playing devil's advocate. No, no, just, you're right. That's a good point. I, I have a point to make. Nobody's made yet. So I'm going to play that's that bold. advocate. That's bold, Joey. I, I would, you know. This is a hot take <laughs> on London. All right. Give us your hot all take, right, So one of the things they keep saying about London is the weather and the field. I've been to London. I've played soccer in London. Yeah. It's not like here. The turf's different. It's, it's slippery. Even on a good day, you got chunks coming up out of the ground. Our quarterback, where did he play his last year in college? Washington State. Which is probably the closest play, place, maybe outside of Seattle, in America, like London, correct? Yeah, without like thinking about it for a while, that sounds about like, right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's he, true. he's used to that temperature. So you're telling me that the year he had in Washington State is going to prep him for the game in England against the Texans? I'm saying the year he had at Washington State in combination with the games he's played as our starting quarterback is going to prep him for there. And the fact that he don't care about nothing, man. That's true. He's going to roll off the plane in a, probably a mink coat and be like, hey, let's ball. That style of like doesn't care about anything like doesn't usually have sustainability well, because it's it's outside of like the football IQ of it though I know and that's what kind of brings this into Minshew I mean I mean, this, he, that, that, I mean if you're watching them that's clearly pass interference yeah, he hooks DJ Chark so bad I mean if we get that call um, this is gonna lead me to another second m- let's finish up that comment because that's yeah, a yeah. great point like I don't th- I I think that's over, I think that's an over. I think it's overhyped. I no, mean, I, no, I think he doesn't care about anything as far as like the what other people think about him. Right. I think he knows who he is. Yeah. And he's spending every second studying film and tape. And do you think that holds up? Absolutely. Do you think he gives in? No. The way that maybe some of these other second year quarterbacks may have. I mean, Baker Mayfield. Like I know he's always been larger than life, but do you think a little bit of it kind of got to his head this year? I'm sure. But I, I don't think it happens with Minshew. I mean, I, he seems like he's like, I don't know, man. He's that guy. He's like grounded. His parents are always there. He's in church. Like he turned down the whole like video thing that he got offered. I mean, like <laughs> who does that when you're a six round draft pick making like 400 That's grand true. a year? That's I mean, true. like, dude, that guy, that it's his life. He was, he tried to break his hand to keep playing football. That's all he cares about. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely a anomaly as far he as players is, go. Man. As far as he goes. Which makes it harder to bench him in a couple weeks. <laughs> well, how do you think? Okay. So the, obviously the issue, the Texans defense isn't scary. Um, you have 
JJ Watt is out. I mean, his T tweeted is out for the year. Which that which helps is, a lot. Honestly, yeah, it does. Because he, it does, he wrecked does. us the first yeah. game. Um, and then. Yeah, Merciless. Winnie versus is good. Obviously, Jadavian Clowney was moved this year. Yeah. So originally, I thought maybe the offense was going to have to move the ball through the air, whereas now I'm thinking we could probably run the ball because they don't have much of a D line there like they used to. So I think Fournette has a big day. However, he does it. But I think where we may get into some problems is our defense. Because our defense has only played well against bad teams and has played bad against good teams. Yeah. And by good teams, I'm in lumping in the Carolina Panthers, who are just basically a good player. But you did see that, uh, what's his name? Their deep threat guy hurt. Who's? Uh, Houston's. Was it Fuller? Fuller. Fuller. Yeah. Will oh. Fuller is out. Oh, that helps. That does help. Still, though, I mean, those receivers are, I mean. Yeah, I mean, who's going to guard Hopkins? You got right? D-Hop. I, I mean, it's Bouye and D-Hop. Which Bouye stepped up. Yeah, Bouye's but he's not that though. guy. No, he can't do that. No. There's no man. There's no band to man on, <laughs> yeah. on Hop this yeah, time around. No, I mean it's gonna be a lot of zone. Um, so I mean, look. I mean, we would, look. I know Austin Calitro is a great story, leading the team in tackles. Is that going to win you a game against a team like the Texans? No, it's going to be a complete field battle situation, and I think that's where the the. All that stuff helps us. I'm like the, the being there before the fact that the field's not like any field the Texans have ever played on before. I mean, that's true. We're, we're going to do that. And with the Fournette, like you said, I mean, our game plan is going to take what they give us and we ground out the time of possession and the field battle game. It's not going to be pretty, man. This ain't going to be like a, it's probably like last game, honestly. Low scoring. We did score 29. Yeah. That's, that's good. I'll take 29 yeah. any day. My bad. It's going to be <laughs> it, it, low scoring, but into the game, like, Somebody's going to be driving to win. Yeah, okay, that's, that's fair. Are you concerned that your top two tacklers on the team last week were Austin Kalitra and Jared Wilson? <laughs> I'd say who? But, yeah, I know Jared. Yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's always our concern. Yeah, I mean, you had guys like Akeem Spence playing. There's a lot of names out there. Andrew Wingard. I'm a fan of Andrew Wingard. Uh, For sure. I, I think he has some sort of record. It's some like, Kessler's cousin, right? <laughs> he's got some sort of football. I don't know. I think it's Division One or Division Two. He's got some sort of like tackling record. I don't know if it's a season or a year. He's got something. I, yeah, I don't know. But he's Quincy, a tackler. He's a tackler. Quincy Williams is supposed to be back next week, right? I don't know if he's good. Um, dude, he is good. I don't know. He got benched. He got benched because he was kind of hurt. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know. All right. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll agree to disagree. I don't, I'm not saying he's bad. I just don't know if he's good. I think our lineup is better with him there. Good or bad, I think they're better with him there because he is going to absolutely light up a couple people each game. Yeah, and they're going to think about that the next time they. Hook but he's the been injured his whole NFL. Yeah. I mean, he's been he's, he has never been healthy. I That's know you true. can't you really blame him for that, but. Well, when you tackle people like that, you're going to get true. hurt. And we talked about that when we drafted yeah, him. Well, yeah, that's true. We were like, it's just either going to get penalties or he's going to get hurt. And he's getting, yeah, but we are thin, hurt. dude. We're thin. I mean, outside, we're thin everywhere on defense. Like, Okay, so this player right here, Trey Herndon, you're watching the clip right here. Trey Herndon yeah, pretty much grabs second, right? Robbie Anderson because he gets uh, beat. Why even turn like that? Like, yeah, why baseball turn? If, yeah, that's bad. Come on. Like, they're playing cover three right here. Actually, I think this is their cover six. The Jacks have played a lot of cover six this year. Cover six is basically where they play. They split the field in half. On one half of the field, they're playing cover two. On the other half of the field, they're playing cover uh, cover uh, four. Which still doesn't explain it to me. <laughs> basically, you know how like in cover two, you're splitting the field in half? Yeah. Okay, so in cover six, you're splitting the field in half. 
But then on the other half, you have two guys splitting that in half. Oh, so it's even better. So it's like three guys back there. Hmm. But instead of like cover three with equal thirds, it's like two guys splitting a half of the field and then one guy taking the other half. But you can't do that with uh, DJ Hayden being hurt, right? You DJ Hayden allowed you to play that because DJ Hayden can play that underneath corner. But, but he's so hurt. He's right hurt. Now. Yeah. So now it's, you got that's the big thing. Well, now you got to have like in my mind. You got to have like Ronnie. You know, Ronnie Harrison's got to step up in that role. Um, Jared Wilson's got to step up in that role. I mean, honestly, Hayden and Nickel has probably been the most impressive player this year. Yeah. I mean, he's he's definitely made period. the most of Ramsey being gone for so sure. So my concern going in is is he going to be there outside of everything else? I haven't seen the latest report on him, but it, it's not looking. Great, yeah. Uh, so that might be what hurts us. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, look, that's a that's a good offense. Like, yeah, that's a good it's offense. A great offense. Yeah. I mean, because you don't know what you're going to get. I mean, the Watson, offensive line has been suspect at times. Sure, but Watson can change a play in a second. That's true. Depending on what, and that's what he issue. wants to do, and that messes our defense up. So yeah, it's concerning. And the Texans always seem to have some tight end that just kills us, like Fedorowicz or whoever. I mean, whoever the guys, like, like whatever the guy. get him. <laughs> it's just like they, they, they always go on to other teams and end up sucking. But Bill O'Brien is the king of utilizing tight ends. He is the king of it. Like if I had a tight end to develop, I would send it to Bill O'Brien because that's the guy you want. Cause he will get every tight end involved. I mean, all, things being equal though the first game that was Minshew had to come in or like his first start as a, a pro right yes okay so first start as a pro we were seconds away from beating them if they had trusted Minshew at that point like they do now they would not have run Fournette at that play they'd put him in play action or whatever you say that but the Jags ran on third and six they ran a toss yeah, sweep and Fournette gets all pissed at the sidelines because they're running a toss sweep on third and six well, but it wasn't a game winning decision at that point it could have been nah I don't know it could have anyway been. point being is that like he's way far beyond that and we almost beat them the first game around now they're traveling to a place they've never played before. J.J. Watt is out. Minshew's got more experience. Our wide receivers have more experience. Honestly, I think we're favored as far as everything goes. This is the play that Fournette goes out on. I love how you have no comment on that whatsoever. I do, but I, we were just talking about it. That's this, the one that were, so, where Minshew said, I couldn't have done that without Fournette. No, this is the play Fournette wasn't in. Fournette takes himself out of the game on this play because he uh, uh, we ran a toss sweep on second and like three. Yeah, so That's this an amazing play. Yeah, no, this play happened. Another great play to Chark, um, but and Raquel Armstead was in the game and Fournette took himself out and actually got into a dispute on the sideline with a coach. Yeah, well, I missed that because it was such an awesome play because I also Chark, Chark went left came back across yeah and, and found like Minshew didn't even have any pressure but yeah. decided to come right just because it buy more time. Yep. Like that was a pro move. Did like a like a juke on a guy, and then perfect pass to the corner of the end zone. I mean that that was amazing. It's a pro move. Like I lost my mind in the living room when that happened. All right, we're gonna end it with this question. I need you to answer me this. Leonard Fournette goes to the sideline on this play. Jags are winning, probably gonna win. Fournette kind of explodes on the coaches. Are you getting concerned with the amount of sideline confrontations that are happening under this coaching staff? Yes, only because there's been so many of them. And if you're, I mean, it's tough to say, dude, because I, I like Marone. I mean, as a head coach, the rest of the coaching staff, I mean, it's hard to say like what they're like, not being on the sidelines or at practice every day. Marone's handled things that like, dude, he handled the Ramsey thing like a freaking 
genius as far as like his public comments like backing the player dude he handled that great other than the fact that he lost his mind when it happened but i mean dude he's a you know testosterone football player too so i have no problem running whatsoever i think that guy's like massage things the right way but yeah i mean for a player to come off the field and feel like he can do that that's not okay i mean there's some kind of tone that's not set right at some point where they think they can do that but I've been the business, like the biggest Fournette, what hater the past year? Yes, right? hater. It would be I the mean, exact word I would use is hater. Absolute hater. That guy has made the biggest turnaround I've ever seen it as a professional athlete. I cannot knock him whatsoever, man. So if he's frustrated at this point, it's frustrated because he thought he could have won the game or done better, not because of him being immature or what. I mean, dude, that guy's been absolutely the core of the team this year. Yeah, and that play was pretty big as far as, like, it was second and four, second and three. They're only up seven at this point, and they run a toss sweep. And I think every time they're running that toss sweep, Fournette's getting tackled behind the line of scrimmage, and he's yeah. and his yard per carry is getting messed up. And people are out that – we even talked about on this podcast. His yards are – his yards are good, but he had one carry that's like an outlier. And every week you hear that, the, he hears that, and you're running toss sweep, and he's getting tackled for negative six. On that play, he lost six yards. And he's like, look, it's not me. You're calling terrible plays. I think that's where his frustration came into it. And I think, honestly, like last year, he was a prima donna, and he acted like a diva off the field, on the field, everything. I think this year, like honestly, truly, if he's busting like out like that, it's because – he just wants to win and do good. And he felt he could have done better. So I, I can't knock that. That's just like passion. You know, it's not like immaturity. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we are going to be putting out an episode tomorrow. Um, it's going to be less about football and more about kind of like us as Jags fans. Um, we're going to be taking your questions on tomorrow's episode. There's, there's, it's going to be more of a fun episode, not so much X's and O's. So make sure you uh, listen to that episode. It's going to be out tomorrow. Or you can watch it on YouTube. The um, tank tops and flip-flops segment is my favorite. That, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be our good segment for sure. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Again, if you haven't followed us yet on Twitter yet, make sure you do. If you haven't followed us on Instagram, look, we're trying to climb that uh, with our followers and all that. Thank you so much. Big shout out to all our sponsors. Um, we love you guys being here. And um, as always, go Jacks. Go Jacks.